Lucas, underneath, pretty feet to Black, who slams it in. Oh, there's the assist of the game. Lucas to Black, and the Illini jump in front again with an emphatic slam by Black. Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look, an in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini basketball. Almost a five count, lob, intercepted by Nichols. He takes it away, fast break the other way, layup is good! And the crowd on his feet and a timeout Northwestern. Abrams to Pinky, for three! Now from courtside at the State Farm Center on the campus of the University of Illinois, here's your host, Scott Beatty. And good evening, everybody, and welcome in to the State Farm Center. Time for Fighting Illini Basketball is the Illini getting ready to start the Brad Underwood era in the 2017-2018 campaign. How you doing? I'm Scott Beatty alongside Lauren Tate, the Illini. Of course, made a coaching change six months ago to bring in Brad Underwood after John Gross was let go. And now they will reveal themselves here in a game that counts for the first time against the Southern University Jaguars. State Farm Center starting to get busier and busier. Both teams are out on the floor doing their shots and warm-ups. And some buzz around here, Lauren Tate, even though there's a little bit of a sour taste in the mouths of fans and probably this team as well after an exhibition loss last week to EIU. Yeah, we can forget that after tonight, though. You know, it, it doesn't count really, but it, it, it did show that Illinois has some weaknesses and they've got to get that point guard situation under control and the other point guard, because if you remember in the Indiana State game, the, uh, the secretive game, the, the point guard scored 26 points and really ran Illinois ragged in a game that Illinois State won and then I thought that uh, the same thing happened in this game uh, at Charleston where the point guard was really tough to get under control and when you have a point guard that can break you down a little bit it creates open shots for everybody else. You've been to a few season openers you've been to a few coaching debuts as well the buzz around Brad Underwood what's the perspective compared to when Bill Self came to town when Bruce Weber came to town when Lou well, the biggest difference is that when Bill Self took over a really good team and then Bill Self turned over a really good team to Bruce Weber. Really good teams. I mean, those were Big Ten championship teams. And that's a little different than what we have here. I mean, Illinois picked in the bottom four out of the 14-team Big Ten. I mean, they're, Illinois is way down. I mean, you lose four really solid players last year. I mean, Abrams and Hill were leaders on the team, and then you had Maverick Morgan playing the best of his career, and then you had Goldman Lance, the best shooter on the team, maybe from three-point, I mean, thought to be. And so you lose four of your top five scores. You lose an awful lot, and you're starting over from scratch, and you're starting over with a, a brand-new system. And I mean this is a different system, way different. I mean, he's going to he's gonna pressure defensively uh, altogether. He's going to try to get in the passing lanes. He's going to try to get the – he wants to break uh, fast and get down the floor. He wants to spread the, the floor with a high post offense. It's just – He's, his offense is more like, uh, I think, more like uh, self's offense in that respect. But um, I, I just, there's no comparison to any, since the days of Bardo and Lou Henson, who took over really weak teams. Yeah, to me that means there's more excitement in a sense because this is more about not what the team is, but what it can eventually become. Well, that's another thing that he's got the reputation for, for 
breaking a team down and building it back up. And so what we saw last year, I think, you know, that's, that's extreme what happened at Oklahoma State when you lose your first six Big 12 games and then you go 10 out of 11. That, that's true. But they didn't. Then they lost their last four games of the season. But the, the last was like, what, 94-92 to Michigan? I mean, that's not bad in the NCAA tournament. The, uh, the stats people here are testing their stat program, and they just printed out a fake starting lineup. Yeah. Uh, I, I was laughing because when we first came off, Trent Frazier, Kipper Nichols, Tijon Lucas, Matisse Vasile, and Drew Case. Yeah, and I don't, th I don't this think is that's just, quite it. <laughs> I don't think that's quite it. It was just what happened to come off the printer. Like, that is not the starting lineup tonight. That said, I don't know what the starting lineup is. Do you? No. Well, see, here's the thing. The biggest surprise of practice, clearly, is the play of DeMonte Williams. There was talk before the season, well before the season, when he when he hadn't been cleared by the, the doctors that, that he wouldn't maybe, you know, he had that surgery almost a year ago on his knee, and, and there was talk about redshirting him. Then he turned out to be one of the most productive players. Not, when I say productive, I mean one of the most solid players in practice in that he didn't score an awful lot, but he, he was rebounding, he was passing, he was make, he playing good defense. And just the opposite, Allstork, who we thought would be a high scorer on this team, he he, sh he averaged 19 points. You know, he had uh, 39 points in a single game last year, 33 points in another, 30 uh, against SIU. He scored last year, and that has not been the case in either of the practice games or in practice itself. He, he seems to uh, be putting pressure on himself somehow. I think he, he's playing like he's under pressure, and I, I don't know why. Uh, he is the only senior on the team, and, and uh, he's fighting to get in the lineup right now. Yeah, and uh, Brad Underwood also talking about Mark Allstork pressing a little bit as well. I think he's a guy that's uh, the worst still looking for for leadership. Right now might be his own worst enemy in terms of beating himself up a little bit. Uh, he wants everything to be perfect. Uh, he, he's extremely coachable. He's trying very hard to do everything that we ask, and, and yet uh, sometimes you can try a little too hard, and we just need Mark to be aggressive. Um, and and uh, especially in the open court, uh, he's a guy that's capable of getting to the foul line uh, a whole bunch. And, and uh, Underwood, though, is, says the, he is ready for a game that finally counts. And yet I'm very excited to, um, to, to throw it up and, and to uh, have it mean something in terms of, of, of winning and losing. It's time. We have uh, been battling each other now for 42 days and roughly 30 practices. And, and uh, are we a, a finished product right now or not? Uh, we'll be a team that will be better in a month than we are now. And we'll continue to grow that way. Brad Underwood talking about this season opener against Southern. We're off and running on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all of your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois retirement specialists. More to come here for the State Farm Center. We'll get you the keys to the game. The coach's corner coming up as well with Brian Barnhart and Jamal Walker. Illinois and Southern coming your way at 7 o'clock here on Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. Cannot wait to walk out on that court for the first time. I can promise you I'll have goosebumps. Uh, I'm glad you all will not see me for the hour prior to the game. 
um, I I get nervous. I, I do. I, I it's it's I got much more nervous as a coach than I ever did as a player. And uh, to to do this at your dream job, absolutely extra extra special and. And we haven't seen Brad Underwood, and maybe that's a good thing for what uh, he just said there as we are getting ready for the season opener. It's Fighting Illini game day in the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. We roll along. You should have seen Harv Schmidt before a game and Harry Combs. They were smokers. They would be walking down the corridors back here smoking a, a, a mile a minute. One, one puff would take a whole cigarette. They yeah. were so, I mean, <laughs> that was another world. That was yeah, another you get world. thrown out of the building today That's if you're doing right. that. That's exactly By right. By the way, I saw Coach back there, so. He, he, he seems to right. be okay, yeah. He's he, been through this before. Yeah. He was at the women's game today. Yep. He was he was ra relaxed enough to watch the women play for a while. Mm -hmm. Well, Brian Barnhart is here as well. How about you, Brian? You've been through a few season openers, but you, you get well, a little extra nervous, a little not butterfly? As, not as many as Mr. Tate here. But, <laughs> but no, I uh, not really. I, I just get excited. I'm anxious to see. I, I've seen some practices, and I uh, saw the shoot around today, so it's just kind of interesting to – see what comes out here compared to what we saw a week ago if they've made some progress uh, in this game as we get ready for Southern. Well, I, the big question is can they put the effort out that Coach wants now, I think. You know, he that woke them up to something that they didn't know was there in that they have to bring something more for yeah. this to work. He's I think there's one thing to learn a new system. It's another to bring what you need to run it. Well, he's demanding a level of uh, – aggressiveness that they're not accustomed to. This is a very aggressive operation that he's – and I'm talking about both ends. Yeah. I mean, he want, when, when a guy cuts, he means for them to cut like they mean it. He wants people to drive to the basket. He, that's a very important. That's, he's got certain things that he just demands, and if that ball goes on the court and there aren't people diving after it, he's going to be out there diving on it himself. Or if that ball sticks on offense for more than a couple oh, of seconds. No. You know, it's like start over, run it again. I don't want it to stick. I don't want it to stop. I think the uh, what Lauren's talking about, the defensive effort. You know, coaches, and everybody has a different approach, but a lot of coaches, we don't want them to score out of this particular setup. He doesn't want them even to run it. He, the wants, other, to the other, he, he wants, wants to, to deny the, the ball. Lanes, right. Yeah, in the passing lanes and deny everything and just take the ball away, and that's all part of that formula of scoring so quickly is just getting a lot of turnovers. Right. Uh, the Southern University Jaguars, they are out of the Southwest Athletic Conference. Not a very strong program historically. Uh, they're known for their marching band down there at Southern mm -hmm. University. They play a big football game against Grambling every year. Uh, but they're not really on the map, uh, so to speak, with, with basketball. But neither is EIU there. And I think Illinois doesn't want to have much of a game tonight. I think if it, Maybe fans are expecting that. You expect these early season games to kind of be lopsided and sort of a tune-up type of thing. Well, if the coach has been there a while, that's the way you look at it. I think this is a continuing building block of what Coach Underwood wants to do, the new mindset that he's trying to create. doesn't matter who, what the name is on the other team's jersey. He's concerned about, hey, are we playing the way I want to play? Southern's got all kinds of problems, too. They're in the second year of a five-year probation. This is their second probation in the last three years that has been served by the NCAA for uh, certification problems, uh, lack of institutional control. They're, they've been, and I'm talking about 15 sports that way, where basketball is eligible for postseason play. Football isn't there. So basketball evidently isn't, has not done as many bad things as, they, as, as happened in other sports, but they've been in real trouble down there in Baton Rouge. They had a coach for many years, Ben Job, who just passed away, that led them to the tournament 
uh, a couple of times. In 93, he beat a very good Georgia Tech team with Travis Best and company uh, in the NCAA tournament, but he just passed away here this spring. But his teams were known for scoring 95 points a game. They pushed the ball constantly. I don't think you're going to see that necessarily from them tonight, but he had a long run there. In fact, they have an award named after him for young up-and-coming minority coaches that uh, that succeed at a very high level. And uh, so he, he's, he's a guy that was revered down there. Hey, Brian, good to see you. I know you need to get ready. Uh, we'll look forward to you on the call, and welcome to another season. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All right, that's Brian Barnard, voice of the Fighting Illini. And Lauren Tate and I are back with keys to the game still to come, the Coach's Corner with Brian and Jamal Walker. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. State Farm Center at the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. The Illini getting ready for the Southern University Jaguars. Scott Beatty and Lauren Tate here. Caught this from uh, Mike Pearson's website, Lauren, about some memorable basketball season openers. Uh, how about the 1984 opener for the Illini in Springfield, Massachusetts, when the second-ranked Illini defeated fifth-ranked Oklahoma behind 17 points and 10 rebounds from George Montgomery. Remember that one? Oh, yeah, I do remember that. That's when George and Winters and, and uh, Douglas were on that ball club, really good ball club that won the share of the Big Ten. But I'm sure that's the year they shared the Big Ten championship with Purdue. Well, I'll see what we get this year from the Illini. Let's get our keys to the game, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champagne, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested, also brought to you by the Pella Window Store. Lauren, I'll let you go first. Well, I'm going to go defense because when you give up 90-some points at Vanderbilt in a secret game, and you allow Eastern Illinois to shoot 54% from the field, make nine out of seven threes, make 18 consecutive free throws on you. That indicates to me that you're not getting the, the opposing offense under control. You're letting them dictate. You don't shoot 54% unless you're getting really good shots, and Illinois gave up way too many good shots in Charleston, and I think that, that that'll be the key tonight because if you play good defense, that, that gets the offense started. I'll pick another uh, low-hanging fruit here with okay. rebounding. Yep. And it especially has to come from LaRon Black and Michael Finke. The Illini have to find a way to grab some boards. We know they're a smaller team, but you can't have that little of production in that in that category. Well, he insists on they go to the board, and this was something you recall two years ago that uh, Gross, John Gross basically told the team not to go to the board because they weren't getting enough rebounds and they were giving up some fast breaks, so he just decided to get the defense back and get the defense set, and that's not the approach that we see now from Underwood. He wants them to hit the boards. Those are our keys to the game, brought to you by the Pella Window Store. For all your window and door needs, visit the Pella Window Store on Country Fair Drive or go to PellaOfChampagne.com, also brought to you by Hickory Point Bank. On the Big Ten scoreboard, most uh, everybody is in action tonight to open their season. There is one final. Penn State beat Campbell 86-75. to Everybody else is about to tip off either in the next 10 minutes or in the uh, at the top of the hour at 7 o'clock. That's when the Illini and the Jaguars here will get going for the opener of the 2017-18 season and the debut of Brad Underwood. When we come back, it'll be the coach's corner, Brian Barnhart. We'll talk with Jamal Walker. Plenty more on Fighting Illini Game Day next. 
Welcome back on Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I'm Scott Beatty. Time now for the Coach's Corner brought to you by Hickory Point Bank. The voice of the Fighting Illini, Brian Barnhart, visits with the lone coach who's back from last year's staff, Jamal Walker, as the Illini gets set to take on Southern University in the season opener. It's Illinois basketball, the start of the regular season, and our coach's corner, as we do with each of the assistant coaches throughout the year. A familiar face joins us here on the first one as Illinois takes on Southern tonight here in a few minutes. Jamal Walker. And uh, Jamal, good to see you again. I know it's been a, a year of transition. I thought you handled everything beautifully last year, uh, moving from the previous staff to what you did with the team in the NIT to now. And uh, what's that been like for you? Uh, it was a good experience. Um, obviously, it was it was uh, uh, something that uh, I will always remember as a, as a person and uh, as a coach. And um, but at the same time, you, you know, the transition has been well with the new staff. Uh, Brad has really welcomed me in, well open arms. Uh, we're really anxious to get this thing started. Uh, we got a lot of uh, similar faces. We also have some new ones. So uh, meshing the team up not only as a staff but uh, the team as well has been a, a, a definitely a, a great experience. Yeah, the one thing, and, and everybody does things differently, but certainly with the intensity that I've seen and the re- what the relentlessness, I guess, on defense and offense is the thing that's kind of jumped out to me that Coach Underwood brings. Yeah, we're still trying to implement um, how we want to play, the mindset that we want to play with here uh, under Coach uh, Underwood. But um, it's a process. I think everybody's still trying to fill out how things work, um, how they fit in within the system offensively, how to be better at the uh, defensive schemes. Obviously, like you said, they're really extremes. Uh, And so guys are having to adjust, and I think they're trying to do a good job. I think they've been very open-minded, like Coach has said, to the media. Uh, throughout the year, it's just now just building those habits so they'll so that they they can become consistent at what they do. Where you can almost, I guess, the goal is to do it without thinking about it, right? You just yeah. do it. Absolutely. I mean, anytime you're you're an athlete, you're athletic, and you have to think, it slows down the feet, it slows down uh, the actions and the movement. So we want it to be instinctual, and the only way it's going to be instinctual is to continue to wrap it, continue to take time to grow into it, and uh, and really. Uh, like you said, let it become kind of a part of who you are. Mm-hmm. Good experience, guys back. Finky and LaRon Black, uh, the headliners there. But but then some good young talent. Uh, I've been impressed with some of those guys, how they've come in and, and learned pretty quickly, I think. Yeah, some of them, uh, they have. I think they've been uh, very, very uh, open-minded, like you said, and trying to learn as quick as possible. Those guys are young. I mean, they, they're just they're high school guys and uh, coming in as freshmen, and, and we need them to be uh, grow fast. So uh, they've been in here. They've been working hard. They've been getting uh, extra film work, uh, trying to get as many reps as possible so they can develop uh, as quick as we need them to. I know uh, sometimes freshmen come in, and they come in at various stages in their development physically I'm talking about. Yeah. Mark Smith kind of starts already. With a pretty good base, I think. Yes, he did. I mean, <laughs> uh, he's got some good genetics. Uh, mm-hmm. When you, uh, and not only that, he, he's been well coached. Uh, Coach Waldo did a terrific job in his staff at Edwardsville High School in preparation. I think Marcus used to the practices. I think he's really good with scouting report stuff and just watching. So now he just needs to know and understand um, the game. You know, the speed and the pace of the game and the speed in which he can play with. Uh, Sometimes he gets in tr- himself in trouble in certain situations, and I think that he's going to get better with that with, with experience. We'll come back with assistant coach Jamal Walker after this on the Coach's Corner. Well, as we resume our conversation tonight, Illinois and Southern University, this team from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and coach, they're just a couple of years removed from the NCAA tournament. Yes, they are. I mean, you got a couple of guys that are, that, are, that were on that team. Um, they have some experience. They have a ton, a ton of experience. You're talking about a team with five seniors on the roster. 
three juniors, eight of their top ten or eleven are, are, are juniors and seniors. Uh, most of them are coming from the JUCO ranks. Uh, I've been a junior college coach once. I know how anxious and excited those guys are to come from the junior college ranks to play a, a team like the University of Illinois in our building. So they're going to be excited and ready to go. You're going to see a team that has a ton of experience, an older group, and I, I'm kind of curious to see how our younger guys are going to handle that tonight. I've heard Coach Underwood mention this big guy for them, Jared Sam. He is big. Yeah, he is. He's 6'9", <laughs> he's, two, he's 225, 230. He does a really good job. He's mobile. That's one thing that's kind of unique about him. He has great feet. He has good hands in the post. He really works hard to get post catches and touches. Um, and he can dribble to get to this place he wants to go to get the shot that he wants on, on, in the post. So, uh, But not only him, I think they're, they're Eddie Reese has been terrific for them, a junior college transfer uh, from Kansas. Uh, really, really good shooter, left-handed, really, really fast. He kind of reminds me, I've been telling the guys who have been here last year, uh, an explosive scorer like the Marcus King kid uh, who who led the nation, I think, in scoring uh, for the majority of last year at Central Michigan. So he's very explosive. They have a second-team all-conference guy who was now in, in their scrimmage, came off the bench, and Chris Thomas, who's a second-team all-conference guy. So uh, they got a lot of depth. I like how they play with a bunch of energy, and it should be a fun game for us to play. Yeah. Jared Sam is the big guy's name. You mentioned Eddie Reese. He seems to be able to fill it up pretty quickly. Uh, ben Joel was a coach there for a long time. He just passed away last spring. Uh, his team's played at a really high pace. Uh, is something like that? Yeah, I mean, they scored 100 points in their, in their charity uh, event game, uh, which is, I mean, you're putting it up when you get 100 points in, in a 40-minute in a game. So uh, the speed at which they play, they do want to shoot early in the shot clock. Uh, they're going to run their stuff in the half court. They do run some good stuff uh, on their set plays, but their best their best skills by far is their ability to play in transition and offensive rebounds. So we're going to have to really get a good job of, of, of beginning possessions and then ending possessions, meaning we got to get back in transition and, and make sure we stop the ball. And in the end of possessions, we got to finish it off with a first-time rebound. Okay. And real quick, on defense, what do they like to do? Man-to-man, uh, -man, majority man-to-man, -man, probably. 90, 95%. The coach who was there previously, Roman Banks, is, as, a, as a coach who used to work under Billy Kennedy, the guy I know, and he's a man-to-man -man guy. Um, the coach here, I think, has kind of followed suit with that. So uh, they sprinkled in a little bit of 2-3 zone, but you're going to see two teams that are going to play primarily man-to-man, -man, and they're going to learn to get up and down the floor. So um, I think fans are going to be excited. I think you're going to see a very up-tempo game uh, and some, and some uh, excitement. And uh, hopefully we're on the back end of, of a good victory. All right. Hey, Jamal, good to see you again. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Jamal Walker, first of many visits with Coach Walker during the year. And we'll come back with Illini basketball shortly. That's the Coach's Corner brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in downtown Champaign. We're just over an hour away now from Illinois starting the Brad Underwood era against Southern University here at State Farm Center. I'm Scott Beatty. I'll be with you after the ball game for the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. You can call us on the PNC Bank fan line and send us a text on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. But there's more to come now with Brian Barnhart and Dion Thomas as they get you set for the Illini and Southern. You're listening to News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana News Gazette Media Stations.